Welcome to Spiritual Shit You Need to Know, a lifestyle podcast for millennial women, light workers, and spiritual badasses who are waking up, ready to tap into their powers, and own it like a true boss. I'm your host, Regis Cowan, spiritual entrepreneur and life coach, and my passion is helping women like you get out of your own way and step your mindset game up. Are you a spiritual woman who's questioning her life, wanting more meaning and purpose, and you're ready to live your most amazing life? Then this is the place for you. Your time is now. Let's get to it. Hey, lightworkers and spiritual badasses. This episode is sponsored by my free essential oil guide. Want to know what's the one oil that can help you get your entire life? I created a free guide for you so that you can learn all about it, the different uses, and the many benefits. I know you want to have the best health and overall wellness so that you can live your best life now and continue to slay your goals and dreams. Get my free guide at bit.ly forward slash top oil guide now. Or you can also find it on my website, theholisticsojourner.com. Hello, spiritual bosses. Welcome back to another episode on the podcast. So glad to have you here. If you are new, welcome to the show. We have a great topic for you today. Um, Today, I'm going to be talking about how to stop worrying about things you can't control. And I wanted to address this because I've seen it come up so much lately, especially with all the crazy stuff still going on in the world. We are somewhat back to a little bit of normalcy, but let's just be honest, things will probably never be back the same with coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever you want to call it. Um, again, this is a main issue of things that you cannot control. Why are you so worried about them? So when I see this come up, my first response or first thing I think to say is to anybody is where is your faith? Because when you worry, when you stress, when you're anxious, you're telling God and the universe that you don't trust and you don't have faith that everything's going to work out in your favor. So when you start to worry about all the details and try to make everything happen the way you want, aka COVID-19, put a stop to all of that, then you're basically telling the universe that you don't believe that it has your back. So can you really let go and just trust the process? Because at the end of the day, all of this is just a test of your faith. If you say you know and you trust that God knows what's best for you, your actions, and most importantly, your feelings and your emotions must align with that. So this is ultimately how the law of attraction works. And I thought it was important to bring this up because of the pandemic and COVID-19 and all the things that we have no control over but we are stressing out and we're worrying. So I wanted to bring this to your attention. So this is how the law of, tra- law of attraction works. So whatever you want to bring into your life, COVID or no COVID, whatever you want to create, you have to trust and believe that God is going to deliver it. No matter how it looks, no matter what you think it's supposed to look like, if it's not coming out the way you thought it was going to come out or how you wanted it to come out, Don't lose your faith. Be open to how it's all going to unfold, but keep your vision, stay focused on your goal, and know that all the steps that it takes to get there, you're going to do them one by one. So having a plan is cool, but you got to allow some flexibility in that plan. 
So again, look at this year so far. The year is almost over. We all made these plans that we thought we were going to live a life a certain way and we're going to do all these different things. I know I did. I thought I was going to be traveling and living my best life and going out on dates and stuff. But hell, that didn't happen. So not that you still can't live your best life because you can't. Um, but I had business plans and goals and all these things I had mapped out. Um, but at this point in life and all the work I've done on myself, I have learned to not worry about things that I cannot control. If I lose my job, what can I do? I can't control that company. So let's flip it. Maybe this is how it's meant to happen so that I can create that business or find that dream job or whatever your goal or your vision is that you put out into the universe. So that's what I want you to do. I want you to flip your mindset. Stop thinking that everything is against you and start believing that it's for you. So here's what I want you to do. Today is August the 11th, 2020. We have four months left in this year. And I'm going to do this activity as well. So don't worry about all the shit that 2020 has brought you. Just focus on your vision and your goals because those probably have not changed. Some of them will have changed a little bit or you're probably having to make some tweaks like we all are. But at the end of the day, you still probably have the same wants, needs and desires. So I want you to review your goals, review your vision or whatever you set out to achieve this year. And I want you to see if anything needs to be checked off. I went back and did this too already. Is there anything that actually came true for you or that you actually accomplished? So much focus on this year is all about the things we can't do. But what about the things that actually came to fruition? What did you actually manifest? I know you have at least one thing on that list you can check off. It probably just didn't come in the form of what you thought or what you had planned in your mind. But remember, you are following God's plan for how it will all unfold, right? You never saw it coming that way. And sometimes things will work out the way you plan, but you need to remind yourself that if they don't, you are still on the right path to your goals, no matter what. So get out your journal or your vision board, and I want you to modify it. Check off what's been completed or rewrite some of the, those goals if they don't apply to you anymore and create some new ones. Um, set some intentions for these last few months of the year. Don't worry about all the steps you think you need to take. Let God worry about that. Um, he's going to reveal everything to you as needed. You just have to trust the process. Okay. So you just do your part, set your intentions. I want you to really put some feeling into your goals, put some good feelings into those goals. Take some time to actually dream about what you want to create. Don't worry about the coronavirus. Don't worry about all the crazy stuff going on. You just set your intentions and put those good feelings with it. So when you're rewriting those goals and your intentions, I want you to really think about what feelings you're feeling. When you're envisioning your new house, how does it make you feel? So put that feeling into it when you're writing down those intentions. Don't just write out a bunch of goals and this whole master plan. Really take time to feel into each of your goals. So in a sense, it's like meditating on each goal. So after you write down one goal, for example, a new house, I want you to close your eyes and really imagine and feel into that house. How do you feel when you have this home, when you walk into it, when you open the door and look at the new foyer and all the, you know, new fixtures that you have? 
then you can move on to your next one. And I want you to do all your goals that same way. So in a sense, what we're doing is rewriting our quote unquote desire um, map, or some of you call it your goals for 2020 or your new year's resolution. We're going to start rewriting that today because we have what four months left in the year and clearly all this stuff didn't happen the way we thought it was and maybe some of the goals we had on our list we don't even have anymore or don't want maybe this pandemic has brought a lot of things to light for us I know it sure has for me um so in a sense this is what we are doing is rewriting what you had set out for 2020 so then I want you to post your goals somewhere that you're going to see them daily so that it will remind you of the energy and the feelings you put into them. And then I want you to detach, this is the hard part, detach from how it's all going to unfold. Can you do that? I know it's easier said than done, but just kind of detach from it. Let go how it's all going to play out. If it's going to happen in a certain time frame, that's the other thing. Making sure that you're putting realistic time frames on your goals and your intentions. If you know that you want to be a multimillionaire, let's just be honest. Most of the time, people who become multimillionaires, they've been putting in the work for years okay so unless you have something that you've already been working on being a multimillionaire has been a goal for you since forever and you've been working on all your streams of income and all these other things then you're probably gonna more than likely manifest that a little more quickly than some of us who just pull it out the air right and not that you can't pull it out the air because you can but you can't expect it to happen tomorrow like give the universe some time to move some things around so that it can create what it is you want. But you also have to make sure that you are taking some aligned action. You can't just be sitting on your behind and thinking that, you know, all this money is just going to fall out the sky and you didn't do nothing to get it, right? It just doesn't work like that. So make sure that your actions are aligning to what you actually want to create and manifest in your life. Um, So once you post those goals up, and you put those energy and feeling into them and detach on how it's all going to fold. Um, just knowing what you want and knowing that you are getting it is already attracting it to your life. Even when it doesn't seem like it, I promise you it's still happening. So let me riff a little bit about what's been going on with me and my life and all the things that are happening. I will say that 2020 has so far turned out to be a really good year for me. Um, I do have some disappointments, obviously. I love to travel, haven't been able to do that like I want to. You know, I like to go to an exotic beach at least once or twice in a year, and I haven't been able to do that. So that's a little bit of a setback. But I will say that because I have done a lot of work on myself and I do trust and believe in the law of attraction that... Everything has turned out pretty well for me, I must say. Um, Some things happened that I didn't expect. You know, good things happened to me. Um, If you listen to some of my previous episodes, when this virus and this pandemic just happened, I was thinking that I was going to be let go from my job, even though I work in healthcare, but I work for a doctor's office. I don't work in the hospital. So I thought I was going to be let go from my job or, you know, not come to work for a full two weeks. 
And that didn't happen at all, even though, again, this is how detached from it I was, because in my mind, I was thinking, well, hell, I'm not going to be able to go to work for two weeks. We're about to shut down because of this virus. So let me just go with it. So I was excited. I was like, yes, I'm going to be at home. I get to work on all the projects that I have going on and things that I'm going to have more time for. You know, I might be missing a little bit of money out of my paycheck, but hell, whatever. Because at the end of the day, I know that I'm always taken care of. I'll be provided for one way or another, blah, 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 blah. Right. So I was excited. But then that didn't happen. <laughs> it turned into, okay, well, we're going to stay open, but we'll be open from 8 to 12. And we'll only take emergency patients. Then that turned into, okay, now we're going to do telehealth patients too. And then that turned into, okay, now we're putting patients on the books to see them. So I never really got the whole coronavirus break. And at the end of the day, it's still a blessing because I wasn't out of a paycheck or any money or anything like that. So either way, it was a blessing for me because I did get some time off. I didn't have to work a whole day every single day. Um, And I was able to connect with, you know, like-minded people, entrepreneurs, work on some of my business projects. So I was excited that I had that time. Um, But I was detached from what the outcome was going to be. Because either way, I saw it as an opportunity like, okay, either I'm going to be at work and I still get to make money and provide for myself and do all the things I want to do. Or I may not get that paycheck, but I'm going to be getting something else, you know, time freedom and working on passion projects and things that I enjoy. So again, this is where detaching from the outcome serves you best, you know, try to be optimistic about the situation. What can I look forward to out of this situation? Not what's being taken from me you know focus on the positive and kind of let the negative go um so that was one thing that happened this year the other thing was I had planned to move in with two of my best friends so that we could be roommates and we planned this back in January that we were all going to give up our one bedroom apartments because we all lived alone nobody's married nobody has any kids you know we're all dating here and there but no one's like ready to get married and move in and have kids and all this crazy stuff right so we're all kind of just doing our own thing you know maintaining paying down debt and you know I just got this idea of like hey we can get rid of this debt or you know uh, attain some of our goals a whole lot quicker if we all just put our pride aside and moved in a three-bedroom apartment I mean, that would drop everybody's rent down almost $1,000 because I know I was paying probably about $1,300 close to um, in a one-bedroom, one-bathroom apartment by myself. Even though I loved it, it was decorated and, you know, I had my own space. I loved it, but uh, I had some bigger goals. And so my goal was a lot bigger to me than keeping that one-bedroom, one-bathroom apartment. So I let that go. And again, we had decided this back in January. Not knowing that this was going to um, still happen, even though we had a pandemic, because we didn't know that was coming. So, of course, we're planning to move right in March. That's when my lease started, y'all, like March 12th or 14th or some shit. So, of course, that comes along. I had been packing up. I'm like, okay, I'm moving. Now, I didn't have to move that far because I transferred to a three-bedroom in my same neighborhood. And then my two roomies kind of just moved in from where they lived. 
But still, it's still a move. I had to pack up all my shit and get ready to move. I had to hire movers, have them move all my stuff. And so now we're all like, well, hell, are we still going to be able to move? Are the movers going to call us and tell us no? Like, how is this going to work? So luckily for us, we were still able to move in together. Um, Everything has worked out for the most part the way we wanted it to. We've been able to cut back on rent. I've paid off my car. I mean, hell, that was number one on my list was like, I want to pay off my car. You know, I only have a few hundred dollars left, probably right around a thousand, twelve hundred dollars, right? Whatever. So I was like, okay, I'm going to pay off my car. That's my first thing I'm going to do. So got to keep my job. I was still working, making money. So I'm still making my money goals, moved in with my roommates, um, paid off my car, and then we got a stimulus check. So <laughs> wasn't expecting that. Again, that was something that just literally dropped out of the sky. Unfortunately, there is a pandemic. There are people getting sick and things going on. But I had to focus on the positive. Well, the positive is I still have a job. I can still work. I'm making my money goals. Uh, I just got this $1,200 check that I can just go ahead and throw at my car note and help pay that off. So things have turned out to be pretty damn good and then another thing pops up for me so even though all this time y'all I am still working full-time and I have been stressed out I was tired I hadn't been able to take a vacation like I wanted to even though I had the time so last week I was on vacation all week long and I was like I just can't do it anymore I need a break You know, there are things that I want to do, other things I want to do. I got to wear this damn mask and this face shield every damn day. And I'm just over it. I need a freaking break. So I took a break for a week. One of my roommates, she decided that she was on vacation that week too. So it just kind of worked out. So we hung out, went to the pool, drank beer, went to visit my family in South Carolina, played with my nieces and my goddaughters, and just kind of took some downtime because it was just needed. So a couple weeks ago, I had been feeling like, you know, what's the next move for me? Like, what do I need to do next? I need a new purpose. I know I want to leave my job. And I'm just like, y'all, I'm trying to find my way through what it is I want to do. Because at the end of the day, your purpose is going to continue to change over your lifetime, right? So when I went through my millennial life crisis, I was trying to find my new purpose then. And I did, and I found it. And I felt very good about working in healthcare and you know, finding some stability and digging into spirituality, which I still do, obviously, because I'm talking to y'all about it right now. But I enjoyed that for seven years. That's how long I've been doing x-ray. And so now I just feel like it's time to level up and move on to something else. So I love doing my podcast, talking to y'all, Um, sharing all my knowledge, connecting with you on Instagram, um, coaching. You guys know I do essential oils, which I absolutely love. I feel like everybody should have essential oils in their life. Um, I won't go down that road, but (laughs) I do have my essential oil guide. If you heard in the intro, um, bit.ly forward slash top oil guide. Um, For those of you that are interested in getting to essential oils, Um, But those are just a few things that I love to do and I want to do full time. So I have been thinking and praying and journaling and just kind of waiting for that next thing. Um, And so something told me 
to get a tarot card reading because I do my own tarot cards, but there's something about when someone else channels a message for you. You know, sometimes they can see things that you can't see. Just like getting a coach, a coach can help you with your blind spots because you can't see them yourself. So there's a tarot reader that I follow and she does a live reading every Thursday. And so I was like, you know what, let me jump on here because I really listen to her and her messages seem to always resonate with me. So I get on and, you know, she's doing her little live reading on YouTube. And so I pop in the comments and type my question and she's like, hey, Regis, you know, welcome to the show, whatever, whatever. So she's like, what's your question? I'll pull some cards for you. So I asked her, you know, what's my next life purpose? What does spirit want me to do? So she shuffles her cards and she starts, you know, asking like, well, what does spirit want Regis to do? What is her next move? And so the card she pulled was body work. And she was like, oh, spirit wants you to do some kind of body work. So massage, yoga, Reiki, energy healing. She was like, go more so toward the mind-body healing aspect, right? So I'm like, okay, cool. And I had been thinking about this for a while, but it just didn't really stick because I felt like I was doing all these other things and that was going to work out. So it just literally kind of just fell into my lap, even though it was a little bit more of a con- of confirmation. So, you know, before I acted on it, I said, okay, body work. Well, I've always loved yoga Um, I haven't like practiced it seriously, but I've learned it and I've done some here and there over the past few years. So I know all about it. I know most of the poses. I know I can literally listen to someone give me instruction and probably do most of the poses without even looking to see what they're doing because I know them. So I didn't think that much of it. So a day or so later... I asked God, okay, God, is this what you want me to do? And then what kind of body work do you want me to do? Do you want me to do yoga? Do you want me to do Reiki? Whatever, whatever. So just recently I had purchased some essential oils from doTERRA because they have a yoga collection, right? So I'm sitting at my desk thinking and journaling and I turn and look to my right and I see the box of oils that says yoga right after I asked, okay, what do you want me to do, God? So... There's the answer right there in front of me. Yoga, that's what I want you to do. That's going to be your next thing that you're going to work on. You're going to teach people and you're going to help people heal themselves and find stress relief and how to find peace and calmness. So I'm like, okay, I I can do this. So before I even start looking at how I'm going to do this body work or this yoga, I'm on Facebook or Instagram, wherever I'm at. Instagram, I think. And this ad pops up that says yoga training right y'all I did not type this anywhere I haven't looked up anything and I don't know where this ad pops up that says black yoga magazine yoga training $250 starting at the end of July right and I'm like excited because now I'm like oh my god yes this is great because this is going to support um uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. It's bringing awareness to the black community. And hell, there are black yogis out here. Like it's a whole freaking movement. And the price is like unbeatable. $250 for 200 hour yoga teacher training, y'all. I don't think you can get that shit anywhere. And a lot of people ask, you know, why was it so cheap? But Ultimately, the owner said she wanted to make sure that money wasn't an issue for our community because she said so many um, teacher trainings are thousands of dollars. And she said, and that tends to be 
a barrier for our community. And she said, I don't want that to be an issue. She was like, so if I make it $250, are you going to do it? Are you really committed, you know, to doing this? And so I'm like, hell yeah. So I jumped right in. So that's what I've been working on for the past few weeks. Um, It's really been an eye opener learning about yoga um, and not just the physical poses, but the spiritual aspect of it and the mindset aspect of it. It correlates to everything I know and learned and, and teach, you know, clients and people about spirituality and mindset and healing. So that was just another confirmation of like, yo, this is all the shit I've been talking about. I've been learning. And who knew that like the deep, deep philosophy of yoga is this. It's like, this is the one thing that I've been looking for since forever. So now it's just kind of all tying it in. And this is something that I did not expect, but I just kind of listened to myself, um, stayed in tune with my intuition, didn't lose faith, didn't lose hope, Stayed open and detached from how my goals are going to come out. And this next wonderful thing kind of just fell into place. So this is just my story of telling you that this is how this can all happen. Like this pandemic has brought a lot of shit up for a lot of people. But a lot of it needed to come up because we are being molded and formed into something different something better something beautiful so many good things have come out of this so much awareness has come out of this pandemic and so I just want to continue to do my part and to live my purpose um, and to be optimistic about the future so if you're going through something or you're worrying about a lot of things and you don't know how it's going to all work out. I'm just here to tell you, like, don't worry. All you got to do is stay focused on your goal. Don't worry about trying to have a master plan of how you want it all to work out or how you think it's going to work out. Just take it one day at a time, one step at a time, and things will unfold as they need to for you. I promise. And if something doesn't go right or go the way you want, maybe it's a sign that you need to go a a new direction or approach it differently. You know, don't give up. Just keep trying and don't push yourself so hard. You know, sometimes we need to actually sit back and wait for things to come to us instead of us trying to force and trying to make it happen all the time. You know, because clearly right now with everything going on, a lot of things are on hold and that's just the way it is. And those are things that you can't control. Right. So the things that you can control, you obviously don't want to worry about it. But the things that you can control, just control that and just be in flow with it. You know, don't try to force it or or make things happen. Just kind of let it be organic. Like I feel like 2020 is all about letting things happen organically. Right. Because we ain't got no damn choice, honestly. So just let it happen. Stay focused on your goals. Set your intentions, like we said. Um, Stay detached from the outcome and put those good feelings into what it is you want to create you know um my yoga instructor was telling me she has a manifesting course which i haven't taken yet but i can't wait to take it i gotta finish doing my yoga training first y'all i'm trying to stay focused here so i can get my my hours in and get my certification um but she has a manifesting course and one of the things she told us about the course of how she created now, this woman, her name is Ashley Adams. 
Um, she's a black yogi. She created Black Yoga Magazine. So if y'all want to go check it out, it's on Instagram at Black Yoga Magazine, as well as Facebook, Black Yoga Magazine. Um, she also owns her own studio, which is the Yoga Blue Studio. She's based out of Florida. Um, everything's online right now, but she had this vision of one opening her own studio, which she just did last year, end of last year. Um, two, she started the Black Yoga Magazine because she said, I didn't see any black yogi. She said, I went to Barnes and Nobles, I bought 15 yoga magazines, major publications. She said, not a single black yogi was in that damn magazine. So she was like, this is bullshit. I'm going to create my own damn magazine and I'm going to highlight black yogis. So, you know, she just that came out of her experience. She said she was tired of being in, you know, predominantly white classes where she's like the only black person there. And she was like, I feel like I'm out of place. Like, why are there not more black people here, you know, or people of color? So she decided to create this platform. And she had this vision of how much money she wanted to manifest, what she's going to do with the money, um, how she's going to invest into her business, into her family, into her lifestyle. And she was like, I mean, I've damn near almost come to a million dollars in less than nine months. And she was like, I don't know how all this shit happened. She was like, I just set my intentions, put it out there. And I did my part. I did my work and everything started to show up. But one of the things she did was... She said, instead of doing a vision board like we all do, I'm, I've done it too. And some of my stuff has come true. But she was saying, instead of doing a vision board where you cut out all these different pictures from magazines and put them all together, not saying that you can't put your energy into that because you can, but she was saying that she's noticed that people who actually draw out their vision with their own handwriting, she was like, that puts more of your own personal energy into it. Um, and then also bringing up the feeling as you're creating it or drawing it. So like she drew a picture of a house that she wants to buy. And she's like, you know, when I'm drawing this house, I'm thinking about like, okay, what does this house look like? How does it make us feel when we walk into it? She was like, my kids, I love my kids. And she was like, I put my kids into everything that I want to create because she was like, that's what I do it for. That's what makes me feel good. You know, it makes me feel all warm and gushy inside. So whatever makes you feel that way, put that into what you want to manifest. Put that into your quote unquote vision board. But take a big piece of paper and instead of you cutting out things out of a magazine, I haven't done this yet. I'm going to do it. I'm so excited about it. Um, Get a marker or markers and draw it out. I mean, I'm not the best drawer. Clearly, she showed us hers and the shit looked like one of her kids drew it. But she was like, when I tell you almost every damn thing on this list has come true. And she was like, and sometimes I'll just go back and look at it. I have it posted up, you know, in my room. And she was like, and it's just a reminder. I put my own energy into that. I set these goals and intentions. I'm taking um, inspired action. When the intuitive hits come, I don't waste time. I take the action. She was like, and everything is unfolding. So, and this is, she said she started this journey back in August or September of last year. So it's just now coming up on a year um, that she decided to do all this. So I'm super excited about that. That's part of my journey that I'm going through right now is my yoga teacher training. I'm super excited about it. Um, once I do finish and get my certification, I will definitely let y'all know how you can take classes. Um, I definitely want to introduce this to a lot of beginners out there, especially people in the um, 
in the black community and people of color. So if you have been thinking about yoga, um, if you know a little bit about it, if you're totally new or a beginner, there's a place for everyone, I promise. And I just want to be able to share that with you because this is part of my new purpose is doing body work and helping people to create that mind-body connection. Um, Yoga is good for stress. I love it because anybody can do it at any stage in life, any age in life. And it also um, has a lot of health benefits to it, too. And you can do it anywhere. That's the thing. You don't have to go to a gym. You don't have to have all these fancy clothes and mats. You know, you do want something comfortable to go under your knees, but you don't need all this special equipment. All you need is you and your body. And you can do yoga anywhere. You can start at any phase. Um, So I'm really excited to introduce you all to that. Um, Maybe I'll have a YouTube channel. I don't know yet. Ultimately, I probably will, but it's a lot of work. So just taking it one day at a time, y'all. Again, I am detached from the outcome. I do see this um, as being a new career path for me, but, you know, it's just something that has come to me. So I want you to go back to your goals that you have for 2020. Check off anything that you have completed that you didn't think about. I know I went back and checked off like five different things. I was like, okay, I want to pay this credit card off. Done. I want to pay my car off. Done. Um, I want to move with my roommates. Done. Like, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm getting stuff checked off my list, even though we got a whole pandemic going on right now. So I'm excited about that. Um, And again, focus on the things that make you happy. Focus on the good things that are in your life right now and try to let all that other bullshit go. Like, I know I still got to get up and go to work in the morning, y'all, but I choose to focus on the things that make me happy. I try to focus on, you know, the little things that we take for granted, like the fact that I have a comfy bed to lay in, that I have, hell, a roof over my head and running water, that I have a job to go to, that, you know... Ultimately, even though I am somewhat burnt out from my current field, like I work with a good bunch of people. Like a lot of people are always like, how did you get this job? Like you Monday through Friday, you got the weekends off, you know, everybody here is kind of chill and low key does their own thing. Y'all ain't got a babysit nobody. So ultimately I am blessed in that way too. So I try to focus on the positive things. So that's what I want you to do. Rewrite your goals and intentions. Um, Put some feeling into them. If you want to do a vision board, I suggest you draw it instead of using, you know, cutouts from magazines. And if there's things on there that you don't want anymore or don't apply to you or goals, then scratch that shit off and create some new goals and put some new feelings into that because we still got four months left in this year. Um, there are plenty of things that I'm sure you can manifest before the end of the year. And if they don't manifest before the end of the year, that's okay too. Because again, the universe needs time to work out things for you. So be optimistic. Don't worry about the shit you can't control. The reason this came up is because somebody on my job, Lord help her, is... (laughs) a worry ward okay let me just say she worries about everything if a patient's late she's stressing out if we're going to be running behind she's stressing out if somebody's prescription didn't come through it's like girl you just need to chill this is just life okay just go with the flow that way you don't give yourself a heart attack okay so i wish you well 
I hope this episode served you well. You can always hit me up on Instagram at The Holistic Sojourner. Um, I'm on Facebook as well as Regis Cowan or at The Holistic Sojourner. Um, shoot me a DM and let me know what you're feeling. Share this episode with any of your friends who you think need to hear this, especially now in 2020, about how you can manifest, how you can stop worrying about shit you can't control. Share it with them because they need to hear it. And if you're interested in yoga, just follow me on Instagram as well because I'm going to be posting a lot more pictures and info about my yoga journey of becoming a teacher. Um, so I hope this served you well and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Spiritual Shit You Need to Know, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes, subscribe and leave me a five star review. Don't forget to sign up for your free millennial life crisis guide at bit.ly forward slash free crisis guide. And don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram for more spiritual inspo at spiritual shit podcast.